1: just go to cars.com It's magical.
0: 7-4 and four back in 2014. They are now 4-40 in their last 44 games. Miles Garrett in the concussion
1: protocol. Joe Thomas, he had 10,363 consecutive snaps. He is
0: out for the year. Hugh Jackson now says he's going back to the Kaiser.
1: Good evening and welcome to another episode of Absolute Browns. Once again, I'm your host, Darth Batman. And once again, joining me is my co-host, Big Town Brown.
0: Here we go, brownies. Here we go. (laughs) Uh,
1: So, another week, another Browns loss, another quarterback, carousel.
0: Yeah, and even more of a devastating loss is... You know now the loss of Miles Garrett on top of of Joe Thomas, and you know Joe Thomas is obviously a little more life threatening than Miles Garrett is, but yeah, you know it's 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 heartbreaking to see our Pro Bowler go go down like that, and you know such a season ending injury. You know, quick recovery, Joe Thomas. Yeah, um, you know, definitely wish him all the best, Mister Never misses a Snap. Honestly, as soon as I saw him down, I I I I. I <laughs>
1: I was I had some tears in my eye uh, uh, I didn't believe it I couldn't believe it I mean the dude has been in that spot since the last time we had a left tackle not named Joe Thomas on our team playing left tackle for the the start was I was mm, let's see we drafted him in 2007 so I would been a junior maybe in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that'd been uh, 2006 season, or two, yeah, 2006 season. So yeah, I would it been uh, uh, the beginning of my junior year of high school was the last time we played a game without Joe Thomas, and
0: yes, yes, and it's definitely, definitely a devastating um, you know, injury to happen to him. You know, i I could I could just imagine what's going through that guy's head. Uh, um, you know, waking up on Tuesday and you know, or even Wednesday, and not going, you know, not going to work for the first time in, you know, what ten, eleven years? Eleven 10 years? Ten years? Eleven years? Yeah, yeah, not, and not going to work and not doing the same routine for eleven years. You know, he's probably like, now, like, what do I do? You know, or, I don't know what to do. And it's and it's not like it's not like he spent the offseason contemplating on whether or not that's his last year playing, and you know, he wants to retire. You know, it's just kind of a a bam, you're you're not playing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and oh, man, that 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 almost takes out like a lot of the spirit of the game for me right now.
0: It it does, it does. And, and something I want to touch on real quick, and and I'll give you my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory and see what you think about his, you know, left arm injury. Um, that's a left arm that's been overworked for the past two seasons in Hugh Jackson's vertical system. Um, and so you know, not to blame Hugh Jackson, but obviously you know taking all of those reps in the pass protection has obviously put a lot of weight and a lot of carry on, you know, specifically his left arm, you know, blocking, you know, edge rushers coming across the bend. Um, he's obviously going to overwork that left arm in the past two years. Then again, you know, he kind of has now yeah. uh, or, you know, or before. Um, so, you know, I, I just think it's, you know, it, it's a result of running too many dang passing plays in Hugh Jackson's offense that kind of overworked that arm.
1: I, I i could see i i, I can see where you're coming from with that um uh, by go, by no means it's intentional that that he did that but i i could see how that could cause that i mean you also got to look at the his age and the amount of quote-unquote abuse he's been through uh with this team over these many years i mean yeah,
0: you, he's said one one You know, season. hes he's had yeah, he's had ankle, you know, ankle injuries, knee injuries, leg injuries, you know, and that's all expected of, you know, a tackle is, you know, to have those lower body injuries. Um, you know, it's just it's just a freak accident that happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's man. Oh, man, I, I, it, it, it leaves you without words.
0: Well, you're know,
1: speechless. There's no, the, it's, the uh, it's
0: it's it's the old. It's the old, um, you know, what else could happen? Well, boom, there goes your left tackle, and then it's like, well, man, it can't get any worse. Boom, Miles Garrett's in concussion protocol. You know, it's just, this is like how much, how much more of a beating do we have to take before we turn this around?
1: I, man, I don't
0: know. I mean, cause I'm I'm a big guy. I can I can, I can take a beating. I've taken beatings in my you know in my life. I can take the beatings, but how many do we have to take? Before it's turned around and that that's, you know, at, at this time, I you know I, I just don't know, you know, obviously, obviously, you know, you can't say it can't be any worse because it, it sure can be worse. You know, there's always worse situations. Um, but, you know, will we see those situations? Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're looking, we're looking at it. We're looking at a team that's what one, one and what? How many? 22 now? Yeah. 23? I I don't even know anymore on that. So one one in 20, 20 whatever record. You you got a team that passed on two quarterbacks that are playing pretty damn good right now in two different drafts. You got a team that brought in veterans receivers that have loafed the whole time and are just sucking up contracts. You got the quarterback carousel that we're dealing with um, week in and week out. We don't know who's playing quarterback in the second half. You know, putting it into a quarterback's mind that, you know, uh, hey, if you go out there and you perform poorly, you know, you're going to get pulled and we're going to play somebody else, you know. And then you got – then you got, you know, the other, you know, first-round pick that has already missed a game in Peppers. Um, You got Corey Coleman that can't – you know, his hands are made of glass and he's constantly broken hands. He missed six games last year, scheduled to miss six-plus this year, you know. So it's just like – it's just one beating right after the other And you know until you just finally you're just like I can't take no more I can't take no more of these beatings you know stop beating me up you know that old uh, meme that you know it's like quit beating him he's already dead you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're pretty close we're, we are on life support right now as an organization we are on life support no I wouldn't go that far quite yet I are mean. we at least are we at least in ICU right now with a, like an oxygen mask on, uh, IVs hooked up. I'd
1: say nurses we're, rolling in. We're, we're definitely at bed
0: pans over. We're, we're definitely
1: at, the bed pans overfilled. We're definitely at a mid-level urgent care right now. Um, I could say, say that. Um, like you said, it can get worse. Will it get worse? We don't know. Um,
0: I and I and I just don't know like how much more worse could it get? Uh, I'm not. I'm not the, the fight. I mean, me. No, I'm not
1: going down that road. Not going down that tunnel. I don't want to say anything. Uh, I don't believe in jinxes, but if I say anything, something's gonna happen. So we are not going down that road this week. Um, there are plenty of things that could go wrong. More, more wrong than what what is happening. Uh, then what, then what has happened so far? Uh, on the plus side though, uh, with, with the Miles Garrett thing, um, he's the one who, who noticed it. It does, it,
0: it, yeah, but it, it it doesn't sound too serious either. No, you know, no, no. It, you know, it, it, it's something that you know he went into the building and you know he could have been sensitive to light. He could have had a you know light migraine. Yeah, you know, headache, and you know, just you know he he told the the team doctor or whoever was around. And it's like, hey, you know, let's evaluate you and get you checked out. You know, because this is yeah. a guy that's probably going to play ten seasons, um, if you know, barring major hurt. Uh, probably play close to 10 seasons. And, you know, it's not something that he wants to, if, if he's sensitive to light coming into the building or has a migraine or headache, you know, the, hey, let's let's go ahead and get that checked out now Yeah, and, you know, prolong your career instead of, you know, trying to play through something and, you know, making, you know, trying to make it worse.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean more than likely, it's just they're just being overly cautious with it. And uh, w- with a t- season that, that is all but, you know, lost in, in the senses of being really good or average, at that, uh, the last thing you want to do is go out there play your first overall pick with a headache or a semi concussion, and then kill him, and then you never see him on the field again. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm completely okay with it. I mean, if that means he missed one game compared to the rest of the season because of it, that's fine with me. Um, maybe he's scared of flying in airplanes, and that's why he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to fly 16 hours or whatever it is overseas. Okay, that's just stupid, but you know.
0: I would, I would certainly hope not.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I would certainly hope that's not the case because yeah
1: yeah, that. that, that I mean,
0: being in the concussion protocol, they're not even going to let him board the plane. He's going to sit at home. Well, well, you know, cheer his team on from home. Well, well, they
1: said it's unlikely that he's going to fly. They didn't say whether or not he is.
0: There. I highly, I highly, if, if he's concussion protocol, there's no way he's getting out of it by Friday. Well, well and you know, it, like I said, I think. Well, heck, they they fly over. They fly over tomorrow anyway. So yeah, well,
1: well. Let's let say tomorrow he comes in there, he's perfectly fine. Say, say, you know, maybe he's had some headaches or something like that, and it turns out it wasn't, you know, really a concussion. It concussion protocol doesn't necessarily mean concussion. It's just concussion-like sure. symptoms. So, awesome. so, so more like right. I'm not not. And this this is me having my pipe dream right here, and some trying to have some optimism about it, and you know, some you know false sense of hope on it could happening. But I mean, right now there is no definitive yes or no whether or not. Garrett's going to fly over or play or any of that. So sure. until there is a definite yes or no, I'm going to just assume that it's possible. So, and let me write on that little flake of hope because there's not much of that left right
0: now. Right, right, uh, right. So with the, with a little bit of bad news and the little bit of bad news is, you know, the Joe Thomas injury is severe bad news. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, especially playing a te- playing a team that we're going to go across the pond with, and you know, um, uh, the Vikings there, and you know, their edge rushers are you know pretty legit. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna hurt, hurt having him out. We're going to see how valuable that uh, pro, you know Pro Bowl tackle is.
1: Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Uh, we, we will. Um, I mean, Durango didn't look great. By any means, uh,
0: he got, he got, yeah, he got Kessler, you know, murdered on his blind side, you know, in that fourth, you know, well, in the end, you know, pretty much the overtime,
1: no, it wasn't all on him. Uh, if you go back and watch the, uh, game, uh, what they were doing is they're having the, uh, tight end go across from the opposite end. It was more or less the way the play was run was the problem. And specifically in overtime because uh I was over with uh one of my buddies. Uh I used to do IT for him and uh we met and he's really cool he's been a Browns fan for longer than I've been alive. So we're sitting there uh watching this game when I'm trying to supposed to fix his computer, but he keeps distracting me and going through these and we're going through these plays, pausing it, rewinding. And he's like, Look, watch how the Titan's supposed to come across the Titan and it's taking so much time for the Titan to get across from the right side to the left side that the uh, defender is getting to um, getting there. And then there's another play where the tight end is supposed to chip at the uh, tackle or the, the defensive end. Runs right past him. It, it, it was more or less the way the plays were designed that in there, I think another the third sack, I think he had three sacks altogether. I may be wrong, mm-hmm. but another sack uh, The they were going to run right. So the whole line shifts right and allow, giving nobody defending that defensive end. Um, so it's less of the player, or, or less of, you know, Drango. More on IE, the Titan not knowing his spot, and B, the play calling itself. Now, I will give him them, you know, I'll give him a pass on this game specifically. Because when was the last time someone actually had a game plan for somebody being on that side other than Joe Thomas? Sure. I mean, uh, Romeo Cornell was the last coach who had to make a scheme without Joe Thomas in it. That's how far back this goes. So, I will give him a pass with this. I mean, nobody expects Joe Thomas to go down because Joe Thomas never goes down. So, like I said, give him pass this time. Let's clean that up for the next game and on.
0: Because I'm sure, sure. And, I, and I think Drango, Drango is ready for his first start. You know, without Joe Thomas yeah. on the left side, and we did, you know, we did activate somebody to the 53 man today. I was gonna and, that uh, Matt Matt Lingle, mm-hmm. um, and that that dude's huge, man. Have you seen this guy's size? He's six seven, two sixty five. Wow, <laughs> this guy is a monster. Um, he came out of Eastern Kentucky. Uh, he got signed by the Bengals as an undrafted free agent, in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, went to New England. Um, New England scooped him up off the Bengals practice squad um, and activated him to their, you know, number two spot uh, backup role. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, then the Browns got him and put him on, you know, their practice squad. Yeah. Um, so this guy, this guy has been, you know, a pretty much a stash, um, you know, huge dude, you know, very yeah. huge guy. So he's a guy that could play you know any words up to you know 15 maybe maybe 20 snaps help out on that left side yeah Uh, so it's pretty much going to take you know when we're in heavy passing downs um two guys to assume the role of joe thomas
1: yeah yeah And and i i think that that is specifically why they they picked him up i'm not sure uh how good of a um
0: pass blocker he is personally I, I i guarantee we will find out
1: yeah oh yeah we will find out but having a guy built like that compared to i mean because because pretty much the other three titans we have are more, more are more of receiving tight ends. not none of them are really good at blocking so pull this guy up i'm hoping he's that blocking tight end that we need and then we'll use him in situations where we need that you know extra man blocking Um, I'm also hoping that pretty much every throw that we have are dink and dunk and we play Cody ball all day, uh, tomorrow. So it helps Drango get some experience on that left tackle without, you know, worrying about, you know, a play longer than a second and a half, or, uh, we are going to be, um, maybe by the end of the day, you know, Jamie Collins will be throwing the ball because, you know, all three of our quarterbacks went down plus Lewis and, Whoever knows how to throw a ball, <laughs> maybe we'll get peppers. Put peppers in there, like you said earlier today on the uh, uh, dogs by nature. Uh, just throw out peppers. Let, let peppers play quarterback. Let's see what that happens. Wouldn't that be? Yeah, hilarious? put him in the wildcat. Wouldn't that be hilarious? We we put peppers out there and he becomes his perennial like uh, starting quarterback, better than any quarterback ever in in the the league ever. And we picked him up as a safety. I know this is completely ludicrous, but, you know, hey, it'd be hilarious because, you know, it'd be the exact opposite of what the Browns would do.
0: I'm going to need some more liquor for this one. <laughs> uh,
1: this is the only way I get through the season anymore. It's just, you know, I come up with these crazy ludicrous ideas. Uh, I don't think I'm ever, I don't ever take them serious, but, you know, it, it's fun, you know, to just like, you know what would happen? That'd be hilarious.
0: So sure, sure. Yeah. So now let's get into let's get into the game. The yeah. Titans and Browns. Yes. Yes. Obviously, we lost. That, um, yes. There are puzzles. We lost I'm by saying. a field. Another another game lost by a field goal. What's that now? Three. Yes, three of them by three, three games, points. Three games. Three games decided by three points. Quarterback pulled again on a game that was still by three points. Um I I got mixed feelings on the pulling the quarterback down by 3 points. I mean sure the guy came out and made some made some disgusting throws that you know made you want to pull him. But I mean come on man, we're we're down by 3 points. Let the kid play through it. You know, if you want to pull him and you know try to boost his confidence, let him play through it. See if he can see if he can come out the next drive or next series or later yeah. on the game. When the game's still by three points and make that drive, you know who knows. Yeah, he could. You know who who knows? He could have made some of those long long balls that uh, Kessler is trying to push through. You know, in the fourth quarter and overtime, that uh, you know Kessler just didn't connect with. Who knows? He could have connected with those. I mean, it, it, a confidence builder is going to be telling the kid you got confidence in him, mm-hmm. and instead of and instead of saying, you know, hey, you know, if, if you don't make those throws, we're going to pull you. You know, go, you know, go over to him and say, hey, dude, you got this. You got this. You can make this throw. You know, you know where it needs to be. Go out and get it.
1: Yeah. Now, now, like we discussed, because this is the second time this has happened where he's got pulled um, because of of poor play. Now, had it been, had this been the first time because the second that first time that happened, the Jets game, I was totally irate. You were right there next to me. You saw my spirit just crash. Um, he didn't. He he he. Uh, he threw an interception. We went in halftime. Came back, and it was Hogan. And what I said then had they allowed him to come back out there, and he made another mistake, and they pulled him. I wouldn't have been so mad. So I I, I am mad that they did this this time because you know I think they really need to stick
0: with him. But the fact that they keep doing it had it, it makes me upset. And they're not given, and they're not giving They're not giving him a chance to be the hero. They're not giving him a chance to be. You know, the, the quarterback, you know, I'm not going to say they drafted him to be because he pretty much fell in their lap in the second round. Yeah. So they didn't they didn't take a guy in the top, you know, the top end of the first round to be a hero. You know, they didn't take a they didn't take at that pick a franchise quarterback. No, they took a guy that fell through their lap when they already had three first round picks for the value. He was sitting right there. He's got the, all the intangibles. Uh, granted, he's a raw talent. But, you know, at the beginning of the season, when you say this is my guy, we're going to roll with him. And you know when Hugh Jackson said we're going to stick with them, there's going to be ups and downs. The road's going to be bumpy, but this is my guy. You know, let's roll. And then you see him pull him when the dang game is by three points. Yeah, at, at, at home both times.
1: Yeah. Now, had it, had it, like had it been, you know, say we are down like, by two touchdowns or a touchdown and a field goal, and he threw that second interception there. All right, I I I'd be disappointed in the kid. Um. And, but
0: I wouldn't. But, but it's it's not like when it's not like when, you know, um, the the flash in the pan quarterback backup comes in, yeah. and leads you with a touchdown. It's it's not like when you won the game. No, it it, it it did nothing for you, you know, as a team, or you know, to put confidence in your rookie quarterback to pull him. And it did nothing for you to do it the second time because no. we still lost the dang game.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing: is it, by
0: three points again.
1: You, you you uh you go back to what what uh, uh, uh I think um uh Hugh Jackson said either today or yesterday the last few days uh talk about how interceptions are completely un- uh, uh, non-negotiable. Why didn't he pick uh uh pull Hogan after his third one in the second quarter? Three of them in one single quarter. Why didn't he pull him then? Why didn't he put Kaiser back out there? Because he you know, wanted to
0: teach he, Kaiser a lesson about not playing back. How about you teach Kenny Britt a lesson for playing sh- Yeah, thanks a lot, Kenny Britt. For the entire season. Bench him. Pull him out. Sit him down. Send him home. You know, get him off the field. Get him off the team. Teach him a lesson, not teach your rookie quarterback a lesson. Yeah, yeah, I,
1: I, I completely agree. Um, and I'm hoping this Kenny Britt experiment ends rather soon. Um Possibly uh, the way uh, Hugh Jackson was talking today. Maybe someone asked him if he'd be in the starting lineup, and Hugh Jackson said we'll see. But I anymore, I can't take Hugh Jackson's word for it at all. I mean, he thought, well, you know, Hugh
0: Jackson. Hugh Jackson did say um, uh, before the season starts that if we go zero in sixteen, that he's going to jump and swim in Lake Erie. So we'll see if that comes in fruition. I'm hoping we don't even have to talk about that. I mean. If we do go one and sixteen, I want Hugh Jackson thrown in Lake Erie. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well so let, let, let's get back to the game here specifically. Um Yeah, definitely. There there are there were some positives. Specifically up until what happened right at the half with Kaiser. Um, he was moving the ball. He was looking, I mean, he was looking decent. I mean, at one point in time, he was... Yeah, the
0: the game, the game plan looked decent too.
1: Yeah, he, he, um, before those interceptions, he was probably, what, 12 for 18. That's what, Mm -hmm. 66%. Um, a couple of those passes were actual drops. A couple of his good passes that actually were catches got called back because of penalties. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know Seth DeVal kind of messed up a play or ruined a play for us. Uh, and then the, the, this, the, the extra stake in the heart was Crowell causing a penalty right after that penalty, uh, and took us to, tw- uh, 2 and 28. Um, that in the, uh, first drive, uh, we, we ran the ball twice, uh, got third and one. We were on third and one, and for some odd reason, he decided Ooh. to put Crowell back out there to run the ball again himself, which he doesn't do good on third downs, and he could have easily, if he would have, had vision, could have easily planted his foot and turned and got on the outside, and made good, yard, great, uh, large yardage. Uh, now that little last part, I only know this because I did. Uh, I, I read read uh, Chris Percony's breakdown of the game, and that's what happened right there. Uh, I actually read that beforehand, right beforehand. But it's it, it, and I'm not trying to be a Kaiser, you know, apologist on by any means. Yes, there were a couple throws out there that were high. Uh, both those interceptions, they were, they were, well, the second one specifically, it was a completely bad throw. They baited him, he fell for it, and they got him. The first one, it was, he was doing the right thing, problem was his mechanics threw him off, he overthrew it, uh, either over, overthrew it or it was late on the pass, and that's what caused that interception. He had, he was in the right mind, wrong, uh, uh, uh wrong execution of it. And then the third pass, I know for a fact that was, just bad was the end zone pass to Njoku it was over his head. Now we'll give him credit for one thing on this with that one. The way it was over out of reach, it was not only out of reach for our receiver. It was also out of reach for the defensive end. They could not, or the mm-hmm. player, they could not make a play on that. So at least if you're going to overthrow it, overthrow it where nobody on the other team could get it. Because that that's his problem. When he's making mistakes, he's making mistakes just in the right spot for the defense. Every time. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I'd be okay with him, you know, say he, he went, you know, let's see, 12 and, and, and 24 or 12 and 20 or something like that. And all his passes were, all his incomplete passes were just way over everybody's head and nobody could get it. If that was the case, I don't think we'd be arguing so much because the turnovers wouldn't happen. Granted, you know uh, Zane Gonzalez would have more uh, field goal kicks than probably anybody in the league, but you know, hey, three points is better than
0: you know a turnover. Yeah, definitely. So, what was your what was your biggest positive out of the uh, Tennessee game? Uh, well, um, I actually have two.
1: Am okay, go ahead. Can I have two. Yeah, of course. Well, one, Zane Gonzalez bounced back uh, from a couple of poor games where you know he could have probably cost us those games or he probably helped in costing us those games he was 3 for 3 including a kick it to get to get to overtime kick on a distance that he had not made at all this year this was his longest field goal that 54 yard kick Uh, it was a technically excuse me you could probably consider that a high um uh uh, high-pressure situation, specifically for a kicker, and a lot of rookie kickers like that would probably, you know, botch it by one way or another. And when that ball left that foot, it looked like it was going to go wide left, and it kind of curved back in. Mm -hmm. He kind of kicked a curveball, which is weird. But, hey, it went in, it it was good, it counts. And my second positive, this goes back to Kaiser, Up until the point where it seemed like his offense, specifically his weapons, and it uh, failed him because, honestly, I think a lot of where we got to that point where he threw that first interception, um, I think a lot has to do with him. You know, I'm trying to get this ball down there, but every time it seems like I get a pass or something or get a good longer ball, somebody either is not catching the ball, they're tripping, they're not catching the ball, or did I get called back? I'm just gonna airmail this out real quick, and I think that's that could be part of the reason why that first interception happened. So, but other than that, up to that point, Kaiser looked good. I mean, you and I were talking; it's like, like especially that first quarter, and right up until that end red zone interception, there was there was some spark of hope for Kaiser.
0: Yeah, definitely, and that red zone interception is something that, you know, can definitely be taught on film. I mean, the ball's got, he's got to see that, he's got to see that read, he got to see that break uh, faster, better, get that ball out quicker, and that, you know, could have definitely been a good, you know, a good game for the Browns. Um, it's de- definitely a ball every quarterback's going to want back. Unfortunately, it was a red zone turnover, a drive killer, um, and, and, you know, it's you know, probably, you know, salted – salt in the wounds for, you know, Kaiser there.
1: That and also I think what, what should have happened there is with Hugh knowing usually – or knowing, you know, Kaiser's tendencies. Mm-hmm. Scheme around that a little bit more. I mean, don't have a, a longer pass down the middle. You know, kind of keep dink, dinking and dunking. If you have to do a three-yard, four-yard pass, I mean, there was perfect one was a, a – um, he gets the ball. Uh, Crowell runs through the uh, line. He's three yards ahead of everybody. Uh, Kaiser dinks it over everybody's head. Crowell catches it and runs it for eight plus more yards right there. Something like that. That would have worked perfectly. S- stuff like that up the middle, like every team does to us, short passes through the middle. I don't, I don't see why we can't do it. Well, everybody else does it to us. It's, it's not that hard of a thing. Personally, that, that that's my personal my personal yeah,
0: on that. Yeah, definitely, point. definitely, and I, I agree with both of those points. Okay, sweet. So, what are your positives? Um, I'll will touch on a couple of them. Okay. Um, for, first and foremost, being the guys that stepped in, um, you know, in the second area, we kind of we kind of mixed it up a little bit in the secondary. We had Ibrahim Campbell um, with the loss of. Peppers being out, came in and played 96% of the plays, had four combined tackles, two solo. Uh, he played a very good game, um, stepping in a role. Uh, Mike Jordan, who, who has seen very limited s- snaps already this season, came in and played almost 50%, had a tackle, had a pass defended. Brian Body Calhoun had two pass defended. Uh, Taylor had a pass defended as well. Um, our guys in the backfield were really flying around, hitting hard, um, and, you know, pretty much putting their body out there on the line for this game uh, and a game that, you know, should have been, should have been, we should have got beaten by a wide margin, uh, you know, with the weapons. uh, And, and, and another, um, another positive of this game is the tight end. We kind of shut down Delaney Walker. Granted he had seven catches for 63 yards, but he didn't have any touchdowns. His longest one was one of you know his sixteen yards. Mm-hmm. We you know, we we kind of we kinda shut down the tight end roll of a stud of Delaney Walker that should have easily walked all over us in that game.
1: Yeah. I, I will say we did get lucky one time with a bad pass by Mariota that should have been a touchdown. That yeah. is that is the only time we did better because they did worse. Because there was that that really low throw from Uh, Mariota to Delaney, and it just went off the ground. So I will give him credit on that one.
0: Yeah, and and, and another positive I want to touch on is our run defense. Oh, yeah. Our run run defense came out and played a very solid game again. Uh, uh, Murray only gathered up close to 60 yards. Mm -hmm. Henry, like 13 yards. Uh, On their running game. And you know, and like I touched on with uh Delaney Walker, it they should have been able to run all over us. They should have been, you know, without a question, be able to run all over us. Yeah. And uh and we shut that down.
1: A little bit of uh uh factoid there for you, the involved with that. Including Mariota's eight yard run, uh we were able to hold them to an average of two point five yards per run, which is not good. For them, that is. As a run as a run game you, you said we we're making two point five yards per run. That's not good. And the fact that, you know and people say, okay, they did run eighty nine yards on us, but you gotta look out how many attempts. Uh because they ran a lot. Or they attempted to run a lot. And they had a few breakaway runs here and there, but overall the running game wasn't happening. Neither was their passing game. They looked like us half the time at least their offense. I mean, we we had we held them to a couple 3 and outs. So, mm-hmm. which is something I don't think we've really done much this year.
0: Hey, you know, we, we rank top 10 right now and you know, rush defense sitting at number 6 according to nfl.com. Well, hold um, on on with
1: that um, one. That rank that 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 is yards allowed. I that I find that misleading. Uh we, we oh, okay, think, very misleading. Okay. Because if you look at points allowed, we are in the bottom like ten, bottom five.
0: Well, that's, that's that's what I was touching on yards allowed. Yeah, yeah. Well, yards allowed. Yeah, and rush rush defense. Yes, that is yards true. Yards allowed, rush defense. That's what I was touching on. Yeah, but but
1: overall defense, because people are like, oh, we have a top ten defense on yards allowed. We are still in the bottom five on points allowed. Um. By yeah, we're at, we're allowing 24 points, but I, yeah, exactly. It's it's it needs to come down. Now, granted, we we did you know we did not allow them to score 24 points. We didn't allow them to give them a touchdown. So that is another victory for us on this uh, team. Something we have not been able to do this whole season is not or not allowing them to score a touchdown.
0: All right. So outside of outside. Of the realm of the apparent Joe Thomas injury, what is your negative?
1: My negative. Um, the, honestly, penalties. Penalties everywhere. Oh, uh, my goodness. We, we started the game off with a penalty, offsides. We had five offside penalties. Uh, How happened. are you offsides on the freaking opening kickoff? Uh, no no granted, How uh, does that happen? I, 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 three of those offside penalties were on, I believe, Garrett himself. Uh, he I still, think he had, he had two. Okay. Well, he had multiple offside penalties, and I and I will I will give him a slide on this specifically because he's still working into the emotion of the team. Yeah, sure.
0: This is the one. The one offside says first offside is honestly killer, dude. It was when um, Tennessee committed a what is it? Was a, I think it was a personal foul, a face mask.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and, and you know they they got up to it being fourth and one when it would have been you know what, what third and whatever and it would have taken them out of field goal range and you know it was fourth and one and they were lining up to um they were going to go for it and then Garrett was lined up offsides and they got the first down granted you know we still held them to a field goal but who knows what would have happened had they been backed up you know 15 more yards
1: yeah yeah and really the actually the the biggest 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 penalty of the game, which was the game killer, was the illegal block in the back. Which, if you go look back at it, it really wasn't illegal block in the back on that punt mm-hmm. um, from us by Brian and Bally Calhoun, which put them from the 40 uh-huh. R46 to their uh, uh, 49, which put them in almost field goal territory. They needed. You know, another twelve yards or something like that. That killed. Uh-huh. That was the game killer right there. Uh, as soon as I saw that, there was a flag. And, and the thing is, you watch the game on TV. It doesn't really. They never, you know, announce the flag. You kind of haphazardly heard them mentioning the flag. Um, I have some CBS conspiracy theories that I'm not going to get into. Uh, you, you saw the play clock thing that I showed you. Uh, right there at the end, uh, I think that, that kick should have, uh, that first kick should have either counted or they should have got delayed a game, but I'm not gonna go into that because we could spend here all night talking about that. But, penalties, 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 penalties. Um, Chris Tabor should get fired, like, the next illegal block in the back we have, Chris Tabor just needs to be let go right there.
0: I don't think Chris Tabor's going anywhere. He's he has to have dirt on somebody to continue to be staying around. He'll probably be promoted to head coach uh, someday. You be quiet. You be <laughs> quiet know. on that. We're not talking to... no, about Chris Tabor. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know how he's you know survived multiple regime turnarounds, and he's still he's still hanging out, and his special teams are still committing the same stupid penalties. You know.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, it is. Re-
0: so what is this. what what is your one negative? My one negative has to come at the realm of Hugh Jackson for pulling Kaiser yet again. Yeah, um, we touched on it earlier. I mean, it's it's about as negative as it gets for a rookie quarterback. I mean, you, you you can't do that, man. You you just can't do that. You know, look at you know. Granted, Kaiser wasn't drafted in the first round, you know, but look look at golf. Last year he had. A horrible season. Absolutely horrible season.
1: Yeah. Everybody but, you was running him off as a bust already.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But, you know, second year, and now look at him. He's playing solid. Um, the Rams are the, you know, top of the NFC West right now, sitting 5-2, and two, almost a comfortable 5-2. and With The Seahawks playing pretty mediocre, and the Cardinals not really playing good at all. And then, the, you know, the other 0-7 team would be in the 49ers. Well, uh, um, you know, just, just, just let your kid play – play through everything, you know, just yeah. to play Bitching, well, it, benching Kaiser and playing Kessler play playing Hogan. It doesn't help. It doesn't do nothing. You're not going to win games, pulling your rookie quarterback for Cody, Cody Kessler or Kevin Hogan. You're, you're yeah. not going to do it. It's, it's, it's not going to spark. Yeah. Okay. You know? yeah. So if you, if you want to do anything, start out the dang game with uh, Hogan or Kessler and let them play like garbage and then let Kaiser come in like he did in the preseason when we were down no, and leave no. back on wins.
1: No, 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 no. I don't want that either. No, what I want him to do is the biggest problem, I and a lot of people have said this, the biggest problem has been game plan. I mean, yes, okay, look at look at golf last year compared to this year. You know what what the main difference is? The lack of Jeff Fisher with him. Um,
0: yeah, he's just a rookie head coach, and they're, yeah, they're playing good.
1: They, 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 they are playing a, a, a more safer, um, built for that specific player, um, freaking uh, offense, but um, the, the they're playing anyway. Trubisky
0: football right now.
1: No, because they're throwing the ball way more than Trubisky has all season. They probably throw more balls yeah, than one it, game. I'm, than I'm, just saying,
0: I'm just saying they're, they're playing they're playing the safe offense yeah. built around their quarterback.
1: Yeah, what we need to do is run. We, we should have done the, begin with the, the beginning of the season. The way we played that first half of that game, up until that interception there,
0: that's how we
1: should have ran. And then, you know, as the season goes on, add those longer passes over the left to the right I mean those are those are easy for him he seems to make mm-hmm. them the problem is, is the wide receivers not getting them then you know add a middle or, or a longer pass down the middle here and there add that stuff in as you go don't throw the kid the freaking expert book and say here I need you to play this or I'm gonna pull you the next time you make a mistake because that's what seems to happen here I'm gonna you have to play you know Madden on expert mode but the second your team loses you're you're done for the week you're you're done. You make one mistake, you're done, done, done. Uh, you've never played Madden before. Don't care. You just you, it's too much expectation. With he's setting him up for failure. That's all he's doing, and that that is that is the only it's, it's reason. Horrible.
0: It's 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 horrible. It's it's it, it, it it's gonna it's gonna be the. The hole in the ship that has sunk the the ship that is Hugh Jackson. Unfortunately, it, it, that's. What I'm not gonna. It's gonna, I'm, be not
1: gonna I'm not gonna. I'm not going there yet.
0: I'm not, not going there yet either. But you know,
1: I mean, it could be. Uh, it's it, it's if, if it does happen, this would be it. This would be the reason why. I'm not gonna say that it is or is right. it not? A
0: miss, mishandling, mishandling of player, especially a rookie quarterback. Yeah, that you started week one. Well that not not only mishandling. Like, well it's, but it's Ms. Ms. Not like but it's not like it's not Kessler came in and started the first three to four games. Yeah. And he's been now you're turning the reins over to your rookie. You know, you started out with the rookie saying it's your guy and there's gonna be lumps up and down, and now if there's lumps up and down, you you're you're banning ship. Yeah. I A mean, captain does not abandon ship. I mean he he's, he he's he's that's not the only
1: position he's mishandling. He's been saying, I mean, look at the tight ends. Um, Njoku week by week here is slowly but surely getting less and less play time, which is the dumbest thing in the world because I think Njoku's one of our better playmakers. I mean, he has more touchdowns than, I mean, than anybody else on the team right now. Uh, he always seems, I mean, he has a few drops here and there, but he seems to catch the ball more than he doesn't compared to, you know, players like Kenny Britt who's seen the ball, the field at least 75% or higher. Um, Seth the Valve is only getting 50%, and he's actually, which is funny, because he's actually getting more time than Njoku. But I can see why with Njoku being a rookie and he being, you know, a second year player. But you need to get your guys that are actually making plays, play them like 80% of the time. I want, I want to see all the guys that are making more plays a lot more. I want to see people like Kenny Brett. Never. Like, I, I want to, I want to see, you know, camera shots of Kenny Brett sitting there moping. On the bench. <laughs> or, you know, someone walked by him in street clothes because he's not even on the team. That's what I want to see. I don't care, you know, bring up Bug Howard. Cut brick, bring up Bug Howard, and just let these young players learn as they go. Because that's... the.
0: the I mean It's not gonna it's not gonna do any damage. I mean we're we're yeah. heck, we're 0 and seven. It's it, not gonna do it, it, any damage. We're not making the playoffs. No. We're essentially we're essentially playing to develop young players. Yeah. To develop the team, to play good as a team right now. Yeah. And uh, you know, out, outside of draft position, which, you know, I don't even believe that, you know. Tanking is a possible, you know, is a true thing. I don't believe it's a true thing. I mean, I mean you're, you're yeah. either going to win or lose. You know, you don't set out to lose, you know. You, you don't um, have, but, you, you don't know, just, just, just play, like you said, just play the young guys, play your playmakers, game plan for them, scheme around your playmakers, you know, put your aces in their places, you know. Mm-hmm. And see, put Danny Vital out there a mo- lot more. That dude, he's 2-for-2
1: two two. on all of the passes has been thrown his way. He's 2-for-2. Two two. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, he is a fullback. But the dude is a playmaker. I he's mean, the
0: Jordan Leslie of the fullback position. I love that guy.
1: Like, I've been screaming, where is – because, I mean, up until last, not this week, but the week before is the first time I've seen Danny Vital the whole season since preseason. I mean, he looked great preseason. Why not play in the regular season? All these plays that worked in preseason, they all seem to disappear. Let's just, you know – Let's just chuck it down the field all the time see what happens. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, you chuck know, on Sunday, he
0: had, he had the, you know, had one target, one catch. Yeah. You know, he's, a, you know, batting a thousand right there.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, he's had two targets all season. and He's two for two. Um, and, right. the, the, I mean, even, Hogan, I mean, not Hogan. Uh, uh Kess, K- Kaiser, Kaiser, sorry. Kaiser actually did have a couple. I mean, he had a good pass to Treggs, I believe. He had a couple good long passes. Um, he, was, he had four long passes. Two of them were interceptions, two were caught. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, and the, the two that were caught were on the sides. The two that were intercepted were in the middle. Mm-hmm. hmm But I, I, another good positive fact about uh, Kaiser that I saw, uh, in, that is with his speed and his processing. Out of 20 plays, 12 of his plays were... Um, for uh, two point five seconds or shorter, and on those shorter pa- or those quicker passes, he was eight for twelve. He was seventy five percent. Problem yeah. is when he had 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 the longer play, he was only three for eight. And then, you, Grant, you take out those two interceptions, uh, then he's happy, he's 50 on those. He played a
0: good game, minus those two interceptions.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it, it, seriously, it's like a, a, an artwork. I wouldn't call it artwork, but it, it was a pretty good drawing with, you know, two little stains there. I mean, you know, they were big stains because, you know, that they, they, they kind of didn't help the team. They, they hurt the team a mm-hmm. lot, but still, it's, it's, you know. But here's the thing is, if we would have done this at the beginning of the season, okay, we'd all chalk this up as a rookie mistake because, honestly, I think this week, uh, if we run the game the way that we ran the game the last week this last week i'm gonna consider this his first start because the way he's um he's been playing him because it, it, it essentially this is what he should have done this should be day one that's how it should have go two interceptions okay he's a rookie his first game let's hope he improves on that let's move on keep playing like this and he didn't get sacked again did he did he get sacked i don't think he got sacked
0: I don't remember. In in the famous words of Hugh Jackson, I'll have to watch the tape.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's
0: what, if I got to listen to Hugh Jackson say I got to watch the dang tape one more freaking time. (laughs) Yeah, he needs to get, that's (laughs) That's like, that's like and saying, well, we old. Yeah.
1: Uh.
0: It's like, Hugh Jackson's press conferences are very – I mean, heck, it's got to be the same press conference because it's a crap game and and it's another loss. So, of course, they're going to sound the same, but it's always, you know, I'm going to have to watch the tape. I'm going to have to watch the tape, you know? Yeah, yeah. And granted, he probably doesn't want to speak out of turn, doesn't want to say anything that's, you know, going to uproar the media more than it already is when you're 0-7. But, you know, it's kind of like Mike – Pet and saying, We battled. Oh, we got to watch the tape. You know, we, we, we fought hard and, you know, t- we turned, killed us, and, you know, I'd have to watch the tape.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. All
0: right, so with that said, let's take a short break and then we'll uh, quickly get into this uh, London game against the Vikings. All right, uh, all right, sounds good. We'll be right back.
1: you are listening to absolute browns on the dbN network and we are back uh we just talked about um the Browns and uh, Tennessee game, yeah. The uh, Houston Oilers.
0: Yeah, the Browns
1: against the Oilers. Browns against the Oilers. Uh, now we are going to move on, and the Minnesota Vikings. We're going overseas, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are going to go play the London Vikings.
0: The f- first game, I do believe, the Browns have played overseas. This is correct. And you but know, not the first game the Vikings have played overseas. I- no, but what's gonna be the funny are very, the the Vikings are very efficient overseas right now. Um they beat the Steelers last year overseas. But you I'm know, pretty sure the Vikings are undefeated in international play.
1: It'd be funny if we actually did win uh this weekend and then we could just spout off how we're undefeated in London. Well that would mean we're moving No we're not. Don't don't say that word. <laughs> I don't want to hear the word please fire are, I don't want to hear the, the word move we
0: touched on, It's not rock bottom yet A move would be rock bottom
1: I don't want to hear move I don't want to hear fire I don't want to hear worse I don't want to hear rock bottom I don't want to hear those phrases Because they're all incorrect
0: Including the move part That's yeah, just not going to happen No We're going to be in Cleveland And miserable for years to come
1: this is what Cleveland gets for wanting to keep their team and being faithful to their team. Pain and misery. <sighs> no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> this is proof right here. That's
0: right. That's right. That's I right. mean, and yeah, this, so, so we, so and we are taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Top team in the NFC North right now, sitting at 5-2. and two, Comfortable lead over your beloved Green Bay Packers. Um well, that probably don't have a shot at getting anywhere above – Maybe 500 this year. I, I don't know what the Vikings future or I'm sorry, the Packers future holds for them, you know, missing their um, Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, but it, it, it sure looks like an easy road for the Vikings here on out to at least make the playoffs. Um, you know, with their with their quarterback of not um, not Bridgewater, not Bridgewater and probably not Bradford. That is correct. They are literally that is, is their, very correct.
1: "Quote unquote" third string quarterback and winning games.
0: Hey, they're So that's we have something in common except the winning games part. Well,
1: here's the thing: is here, he, you, you remember? Um, uh, go back a couple of years ago. You remember this guy? Um, he played for the Browns. You might you might recall this guy's name. Uh, his first name was Brian. His last name was Hoyer. Did really good at the beginning of the season. And then, out of nowhere, we just kind of just fell apart. Uh, actually, the same thing happened last year with the Vikings with um, Bradford. The only difference between this year and last year was they didn't have to go against, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers a couple times. I almost said Brett Favre mm-hmm. there. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have to go against that twice a year now. I don't know if they've played him. Them- I think they've already played once. I don't think they've played a the second time, which that second time should be a pretty decent, easily win. At least the way that, um, what's his name? Whoever, backup guy, won is for the Packers. Because um, honestly, I think the Browns are the one of like three teams that actually knows their entire depth on quarterback because you never see the other guy, hardly ever, other than garbage time. And by then, you're so drunk celebrating, you don't even realize that's the they've changed quarterbacks and that's the problem with the browns we are so committed to this team is because we have yet to see like great play all through the team but i digress yes vikings they're gonna probably win the nfc north unless somehow the detroit lions can come out there and do something
0: probably not though (laughs) Well, know, trip- the, 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 <laughs> yeah, the, I mean the Detroit Lions. I mean they're sitting three and three right now, so they they have a good shot of doing something. Yeah, um, and, and, and one of those know. games
1: was a uh, um, uh, a guy got tackled like a half inch from the. End zone, and there was a 10-second runoff on the play clock. Game yeah. over. They lost against the Falcons. And I
0: mean, yeah, and, and, and you know, the, the the Lions have already beat Detroit. Uh, well, yeah, well. I'm sorry, the Lions already have already beat Minnesota in Week Four. Oh, did they? Um, so yeah, they did. And, and and you know, to to go back to what you were saying just a couple minutes ago, the the Vikings actually beat Green Bay in Week Six. Um, so you know, it, it it's it's kind of going to be a toss up. You know, playing playing around with the quarterback situation there. But you know, Keenum is playing pretty good for right now. We'll we'll, we'll for, see. Let's we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, right now, yeah. I mean, well, well, they beat they beat Baltimore last week. Uh, Keenum only had 188 yards. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they won that game because of you know great running by uh, Latavius Murray. You know, he put up over a hundred. Um, but you know, then again, they don't. Don't have one thing that's going to hold in our favor, you know. Going overseas and playing in London is our run defense coming, you know, coming across them. Besides Dalvin Cook in Week One, uh, their only over a hundred yard rusher was you know Latavius Murray, uh, and that was last week. He had one hundred and thirteen yards. The um, they don't have Baltimore's don't run defense have, sucks. Well, not if you're the Cleveland Browns. Well. Well, when you have a leak average running back, yeah, they suck. Just saying. Well, we don't even have that right now.
1: No, no. Well, we do, but he's a third down back and a uh, slot wide receiver because we don't have one of those either, apparently. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. But, you know, this game game that we're going to play, they got this edge rusher. Uh, that the Vikings have Everson Griffin. Oh, dude, he's Lord. playing. He is playing pretty lights out right now. Guy's got uh, two force fumbles, nine sacks, twenty eight total tackles. I mean this this dude is a stud right now. Playing playing very high level defensive end, and that's a guy Joe Thomas should have been blocking. Unfortunately, Joe Thomas is out. Uh, next man up, and it's it's going to be hard. To block that We're going to have to have a game plan Where we are going to have to Run to the other side um, mm-hmm. Run run under center Not from the shotgun yeah. Run under center Either single back Four wide receivers Or even you know bunch formation Eye formation And run crow to the right side Completely stay away From Everson Griffin On the left side there Completely stay away from that cat Yes Because that cat That cat is going to tear it up um, with Joe Thomas missing. Now, who knows? Who knows? Drango might surprise us and might play a lights-out game. He he is capable of it, surely capable of it. I mean, this guy, you know, he's moved all across the offensive line and has had solid games, but I don't think he's played against a stud yet.
1: No, no, no. We uh, well, well, what's his name from Tennessee? He's pretty good. Uh, I can't remember his name. Whatever his name was. The guy that was on that end on the defense. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He – yeah, 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 yeah,
1: That dude. Mr. Yeah. That guy from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm pretty sure that's I'm, what
1: his jersey says, that guy on the back of it.
0: Whatever yeah, it yeah. is,
1: he was pretty decent. And, well, uh, when, when you know we didn't have that double team and that chipping from the tight end that we're supposed to have and everything, then we sucked. But when we got decent blocks and everything, it was fine. But, yeah
0: definitely definitely
1: so we'll see what happens but honestly as we're talking and I think about it no Joe Thomas no garrett um who knows if our quarterback will make it through the whole game I'm gonna I'm kind of hoping right now I'll accidentally oversleep and miss the game <laughs> it sounds horrible but man
0: you're,
1: you're, <laughs> man you're, you're, I have to get
0: it's, up it's like it's like it's like what do I do? Get up and you know, uh, obviously you got you gotta set your fantasy line up first thing wake up Sunday morning. You know, you set gotta up Thursday. Sunday Sunday morning, I'm sorry. No, Thursday. Uh, huh? You gotta do it Thursday before the Thursday game. Oh well you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean. So you gotta wake up, you gotta do your stinker your time on the toilet with your fantasy lineup and you know checking the <laughs> who's in, who's out um but you know you might not have that time unless you would unless you're gonna wake up at 8 a.m or be a soldier like me and wake up at 5 a.m and drink 17 pots of coffee and smoke three packs of cigarettes before you know the wife and dog wake up uh,
1: I'm usually up on about eight o'clock every night or every morning including I am
0: a I am a six o'clock in the morning guy every morning it do, it doesn't matter I, I I just something about my mental clock is i can't sleep in well well on weekends but I, I- sleeping in is 7 38 o'clock for me really it is yeah that's 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 a good sleep in for me so yeah you might you might be able to catch the game
1: no i will catch the game but i'm hoping you know somehow i i drink way too much or something the night before and somehow my body's like hey you need 20 hours of sleep right now and you wake
0: up at <laughs> noon, and you look oh well i didn't miss anything uh, but who knows? Who knows? What if What if we just oversleep for this game when we wake up and it's like a thirty to nothing blowout, and we're winning? Yeah, oh yeah. I if will never watch case, another Browns game again, again case, in my life. Yeah, if, that's if that's that means case, we're winning, I will never watch a Browns case, game. Come come, every game at at noon. I'm drinking a bottle of Night and going to bed. Yeah, I'm never watching a game live in my life ever again. <laughs> no, but we well, uh, are zero to going to Cleveland. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't remind me. But um, I'll I'll probably get me some vodka and some orange juice. Start the morning off with some eggs, some bacon, and a screwdriver, because you know get yeah. you in the mood. Yeah, Browns
0: group is doing a kegs and eggs. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something like ten, ten bucks. Get you the breakfast buffet where they'll have you know hash browns, eggs, bacon, sausage links, pancakes. Um, ten bucks get you the breakfast bar and two and two. Uh, to um, draft beers. Well, that you know, is a mess. Yeah, for 10 bucks. I mean, it's, oh. it's pretty much eating free breakfast.
1: If I was right there in walking distance, I'd head down there.
0: Well, come on down. Shh.
1: I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so let's get back to this game. Uh, other than the fact that we're, we're yeah. hopefully obliterated by noon. Uh, so we don't have to remember the game because it's
0: the- it, it's going to it's going to be a hard game. Their defense is very, very solid. You know, they have two bookends and Daniel Hunter. And I've, obviously we touched on Everson Griffin. Uh, their backfield consists of Trey Wayne, Xavier Rhodes, Harrison Smith. I mean, they, they have a. Very solid defense. Very solid offensive line. The receivers, Stephon Diggs is playing pretty good this year. Um, they're tied in. Kyle Rudolph played pretty damn good last year. He's playing good this year, too. Um, they have a good kicker. And Forbath. Forbath or Forbath? I think it's Forbath. Um, whatever his name is. They have a good kicker. You know, they are, they are one of those teams that is a quarterback away from being legit. Legit, and very the, legit, and the quarterback and they're, just doing, and they're doing it. Came back to the field, but, but he's not playing. Playing it right now with you know Chase Keenum, yeah, you know, and, and and they're and they're sitting five and two right now with you know with playing. They played three different quarterbacks this year, two or three. Did Bridgewater play? No, 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 no. Bridgewater just came. Was able to practice here soon. Okay, but and, he's not—he's not even to sniff the field.
1: No, not yet. But I mean, he's in practice now as of a couple weeks. Ago. He's cleared to go, and the reason why he is not playing this week is due to the the the, the way that that field is in London, and they don't want it's it's considered slippery. Well, it's a slippery field, and they don't want him to slip and shatter his leg again.
0: Absolutely, and they're playing the Browns. It's not. It's it's not a. Uh, even if they lose this game, it's not going to wreck their season. <laughs> uh,
1: you don't know that. May, may, maybe somehow they, they they can't get or the emotional cope with the emotional loss or emotional baggage of losing to the zero seven Browns, and then they go in a tailspin and they don't win another game the rest of the
0: season. How, how could you? It would it would be the equivalent to. To needing a slump buster, and you go out chasing tail all night, and you get turned down by the ugliest chicks in the world all night long. Uh, <laughs> that would be the equivalent to the Vikings losing to the Browns over in London. Emotionally uh, for them. Uh, but yeah. Let's get into a little scenario of how are we going to win this game?
1: Score more points than the other team.
0: <laughs> besides the obvious. What do we need to do to score more points than the other team?
1: Uh, get the ball into the end zone more than the other team? Or feel more field on now that- <laughs> Sorry, I'm I now. Sorry, I, I can be kind of a smartass. But um, really, um, really is keep Kaiser in and don't let Kaiser. Or keep the. make Make more safe
0: calls. Make better safe calls. Are more safe calls something something that we something that we were doing up until at least the first interception you know for at least the first half of the game yeah game. And, and hold
1: on i actually just it reappeared in my brain real quick I, I also had another excuse for kaiser on that one it was also a um a two minute drill with less than two minutes and i think he was trying to rush it get down there real quick which caused that turnover but i'm digressing back to what we're talking about yes uh have have a safer playbook uh like we did last week you know have like i said play Cody ball um uh, this game just, just, just clean, safe plays. I mean, if, if, if he's ad, he ends up averaging five and a half yards per play, and we win this
0: game, I don't care. Don't care. Really? I yeah, mean, I, I would, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care, dude. If we won this game off of just freak luck, um, I wouldn't care. A win's a win's a win's a win. Yeah, I mean, that's um, how but, we won yeah. last week or last year. <laughs> A block My keys roll. to the win are going to be are going to be um, we have to limit the mistakes. Yes, we have to. I mean, this is this this is almost going to have to be a very mistake free game on both ends of the players and the coaches. You know, we can't we can't uh, do bonehead coaching calls. We can't do. There's no room for error. In this game at all. No. Zero room for error. No. In my eyes. Well, I won't say zero room for error because, you know, say we have an interception. Say we have one fumble. I don't think that one little thing or, you know, even like two little things are going to turn the outcome of the game unless it's game tying and we turn it over and they pick six it, you know, tight deal. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we can't have multiple interceptions.
1: Yeah. And real quick, I'm going to go back to the Tennessee oh, game again because I thought of another positive. Uh, our defense ha- held a goal line stance, which we haven't seen in a long time.
0: Oh, my goodness. That was miraculous. That and, was awesome.
1: Yes, and now I would digress. Yes, as long as the mistakes aren't our game defense, killers.
0: Our defense played pretty lights out in that Tennessee game.
1: Yes, and I'm hoping for the same thing. Uh, the, the We don't know about Garrett. Good chance he's not playing. But even before Garrett was in, they weren't bad i mean it wasn't like you know we were crappy garrett came in and all of a sudden we were really good no we were good we were pretty good at everything and then garrett comes in and then all of a sudden it's like hey they're looking really good i mean garrett had four sacks in three games uh he is the uh 19 of all his snaps uh he's having pressure on the quarterback which i believe is a league or top in the league um which is which is good i mean i like that
0: so, but yeah, we don't it's have him. It's good. I mean, he's but, but definitely having, a presence. But if-
1: having Nasib and who's who's Nassib's backup? Who, who's behind Nasib? Is it, um, I can't, someone, I can't pronounce their name. So there's, there's, there's there, yeah, the, the rotation on the left side like we did beforehand. It was working. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was working. So I'm not, you mm. know.
0: Oh, well, dear Lord. I, 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 think, I think it would be ogba uh, or Orchard.
1: Yeah, Orchard, Orchard on what? Well, Agba's on the right side. You got Orchard and um, uh, Nassim on the other side, and kind of rotating out on that left tackle side. And I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. So mm-hmm. we'll just just do it like we did beforehand. If Garrett isn't going to play, uh, I think we'll be fine. Um, they are not playing. Their you know, I mean, Dalvin Cook's out for the season. I do feel bad for them for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for this game specifically, but in in the long term I do feel bad for them and I feel bad for the kid because I was... feel
0: bad for zero team with bad luck. <sighs> See that's why this team I mean, is how could you? This
1: because if you don't I mean this this is probably why we have bad luck in another team, because you don't have any pity on other team. Because I know how they feel. And I don't want anybody else to feel the way I feel. Seriously, would you want people to feel this way about this? I mean,
0: their team, the way you feel about yeah. you, yeah. And it's a funny point you bring up, and I want to touch on it because um, when, all right, when I drive home for work, it's it's about a thirty-five minute drive, forty-five minutes, sometimes an hour with traffic so I got drive through, you know, congested traffic in downtown Charlotte. Um, but, you know, when when I drive home, I listen to uh, Cleveland Browns Daily or I listen to our own podcast or Easy's podcast or Filonia 7's podcast or, you know, the the BB&B podcast. Um, so I, I pretty much, you know, do Browns podcast and stuff like that on my drive home. Now, my drive in, on the other hand, uh, um, there is – Typically no new podcast because I listen to it the night before, you know, driving home. Uh-huh. So I listen I listen to local sports talk radio. And it is local Panthers radio. And literally all these guys do is cry and moan and groan about how their winning franchise sucks. So what I do is I, I call in all the time. And I kind of got a repertoire of these guys and and, and you know, one guy asked me. He goes, and I tell him, I said, "How do how do you guys like? You know, it's it's almost comical to listen to you guys bitch, whine, moan, groan about your team that is still winning football. You know, you're blaming all this and blaming it on that because you lost one game, and you want to fire everybody because you lost one game. And I and I tell him all the time, I said, try being a bro. Know what they told me? Yeah, I'd rather not. (laughs) Or you know, one guy told me the other day. He's like, he's like, do I really gotta? Do I gotta imagine what it's like to be a Browns fan? And I was like, dude, you guys, you guys wouldn't even make it like half in a season being a Browns fan. You guys would like burn your jerseys, quit, and go back to being Panthers fans. You guys, you guys couldn't hang with being a Browns fan. You know, so that's 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 one thing Browns fans have going for them. At least diehard Browns fans is we're there we're always there we're always watching no matter how bad it is we're always there and we're always watching um, so you know to, 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 to say that uh, I don't want to wish everybody is as bad as the Browns yeah I, 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 I pretty much do I want everybody else to be as bad as the Browns and go through the turmoil at least once of uh, crap for two, you know, two seasons at least. Go, go uh, one and fifteen, and then go zero and seven, and then talk to me about how loyal you are to your fan base. Yeah, because a lot of people, a lot of people well, star loyal. Interesting
1: thing is, I'm not talking about losses. I'm talking about losing a player, a up and coming, look like star, and all of a sudden, you know, four games into his rookie, a very decent looking rookie season at that point, and all of a sudden, you, it's just gone. It's gone, 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 gone completely gone. I mean, we have never – I don't know if we've ever had that happen to us. A very, 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 very – it would be like we finding the quarterback of the future and then all of a sudden, four games in, he breaks his arm. That's kind of what – I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it's pretty close, losing your your stud wide receiver or uh, running back. But let's digress. Let's get back into this – the actual game itself. Yes, yes, let's do that. So I think we need to have a simplistic game plan like we did the first half of last game and keep Kaiser mm-hmm. in no matter what. Well, other than, you know, barring injury, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. So. Um,
0: that, was that real wood or uh, like pre- pre-treated that fake was re- wood? That or? was real wood. That was real wood. Okay. I don't want to jinx the knock on wood here. Nope, that was
1: real wood. <laughs> um, and what your game plan was What? Exactly.
0: What is my game plan for this upcoming game?
1: Yeah. But what was what was your theory on how we should how we should be able to win this game? Run
0: the football away from the left side mm-hmm. all game long. All game long. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking I'm not I'm not talking, you know, um, run it here and there, or run run the start out the game and you get down by 7 points and now you're passing out. I want I I seriously want to see Crowell Get 20 plus touches, and Duke to get 15 plus touches out of the backfield. So I want to see, on an average, I want to see 30 plus rushes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, 30 plus rushes. Now, and that's not including the you know the Dink and Ducks to Crow or the pitch outs to uh, the the pitch outs to um, Crow or you know Duke Johnson or you know the quick slant passes and no, stuff. No no, that. no, 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 actual runs. That, Handoffs. The, the ball goes from runs, one hand to the other. other. Actual runs, I want to see between Crow, Duke, and Vettel, I want to see 30-plus actual handoffs. And I want to see more than half of those f- from under center. High formations, single back formations, because that's what I feel we actually run the ball better. Yeah, yeah. Not out of the shotgun.
1: I completely agree with that. I think that's some of Crowell's it, problem.
0: It, 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 we are gonna, and we are going to have to limit, very well limit, their passing game. Uh-huh. Um, somehow we're going to have to get pressure on the quarterback. Yes. I think that uh, Chase Keenum is a quarterback that when he gets under pressure, he um, throws it too soon, um, doesn't see his reads properly. Um, gets he, When he is under pressure, he gets stone-footed. He is not very mobile, and when he is mobile, his eyes are not downfield; they're pretty much on his own feet. Um, so, on the defensive side, uh, I, I say bring the pain and bring it all day long. Uh-huh. Well, and it's going to be it's going to be hard to do because they have, you know, a, a pretty good offensive line. But you know, s- s- stack the box to them, and uh, you know, don't let them don't let them beat you deep. Um, but also at the same time, in the middle.
1: And uh and which is I have a double standard, it's kinda of hard to do. And actually uh funny thing is my brain just brained there for a minute and I actually just thought of something actually that would actually actually does benefit us. You know what team that uh Case Keenan played on last year? Who? The Rams. You know who their defensive coordinator last year was? Rams, uh Greg Williams. So we now have last. year. You almost year. said
0: the Rams. Yeah, the,
1: the Rams. Rams. The Rams' is defensive coordinator is the Rams. Greg Williams. It was the Rams' defensive coordinator last year. So he kind of so has the book on Case it's, it's a lock. So
0: it's
1: he, a lock. He, he got this game. He should know. It may not be a lock, but but he he knows he knows what's going on. With Case Keenum, he he he, he should know Case Keenum's weaknesses by watching him and his scheming his defense through. You know he's
0: got he's got the skinny.
1: Yeah, at least some of it. I mean, most of. I mean, things have changed. I mean, there's different play uh, play calling compared to last year and stuff like that. That in um, Hugh Jackson used to be under Mike Zimmerman um, uh, as when he was offensive coordinator for the Bengals. So we should know some of this stuff. As well, our coaches should win this game. Should this game. You talked me into it. So when we lose, um, it's not my fault.
0: Oh, it's always your fault. Yes, it would actually be Dave Dog's fault.
1: Yeah, he's not out there uh, uh, setting the edge for us. We're playing. He is left. not
0: rocking the car Bosch No. Um, over in London. I hope he's having a great time, Dave Dog. When you do listen to this, uh, because. I know you're limited on listening to your podcast. So if you do, dude, I hope you're having a great time over in London. If I could go over to London and watch the Browns play, um, I would freaking love to. It, it, it's got to it's be a great experience actually going over to London for a game of a team that you love. Um, Wickenham Stadium, it, you know, always packs house because it's obviously a, a major event for them to have an NFL game over there. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's gotta be a great time. It's gotta be nothing but a party and nothing but, you know, a vacation and an absolute great time to be over there for any NFL game, let alone the team that you follow. Yes. So let's, what uh, is your, what is your, what is your, your, um, keys to victory here? What do we got to do besides the obvious score points than the other? like,
1: Like I said, easy game plan. Play play a simplistic game plan. Kick Brit out. Play your playmakers. Uh, easy game plan. Dink and dunk. Play Cody ball all game. That that's it. Don't don't give their uh, 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 defensive ends a chance, even time to get close to mm-hmm. Kaiser. I mean, if you're throwing the ball in 2.5 seconds, there's no way that the, the 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 ends are going to get to him.
0: No way. Even even if it's a, even if it's a um, a dink out for two yards, three yards, to crow or duke or you know the tight ends.
1: Yeah, because when uh, when, when, cause when Kaiser was doing it, it wasn't. Just, I mean, there, I mean, you did have two, three yard ones, and there were some. You know, one behind the line got up the line of scrimmage. Not all plays are going to work a hundred percent of the time. I mean, right. you're you're going to have a failure rate. I mean, it, 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 it's going to happen, but. Um, it, it, it's because you're gonna get you know you get you get no yards gained maybe a loss here and there but two three and then yeah. every once in a while you're gonna break out for an eight to twelve yard run you're gonna catch them off guard the, yeah. you're you're gonna you're gonna dodge a block they're gonna make, make a mistake and you're gonna get down the field okay. it's it's not yeah. gonna be some sixty yard pat or run after catch but you're gonna get the, you know y- uh, yards after catch it's gonna happen it's not that hard so. With that, let's do our bold predictions. Uh last week bold predictions, real quick, uh just to review. Uh, apparently I suck at these things and you're really good at these cuz you guessed Derek Car- uh Derek Henry. Um I almost said Derek Anderson, then I said Derek Carr, but I meant Derek Henry.
0: <laughs> you darth
1: that. I completely darth that one. Um <laughs> that 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 is a perfect example of Darthing it. Um, you said Derrick Henry would get less than 50 yards rushing. This happened. I said Kaiser would get a quarterback rating above 70.
0: I'm pretty sure that this is your f- at least second time of predicting Kaiser's quarterback rating. So you might want to stream away from that one this week. Oh no, no I already got my I already got mine figured out. But yes, this was the second Okay. Time. So let's let's go with yours first. My bold prediction. What is your bold prediction? Kaiser will play the whole game. Ooh. That is that is bold. <laughs> yeah, which is sad. Let's see if it pays off, Cotton. <laughs> How All about right. you? My my bold prediction is is that Isaiah Crowell Gets 20 plus touches And you know Like we talked about Before we went on the air Last time Crow Had 20 plus touches I'm pretty sure It was last year He had three of them And all three were Over 100 yards Yeah Yeah Or was it the year before I can't remember Because I think it was last year Because last year when, I think it was he, last year
1: He came close to A thousand yard A ga- uh, year Yeah so, predict the game, score-wise. What is your what's your prediction?
0: I want you to go first this time.
1: You... I uh, try to trap you. Uh, uh, um, I'm going to say we're going to lose 17 to
0: 24. Okay. I am going to do the old cop-out. I am going to coin flip this game. Nope because i you know no listen to me because i honestly feel that this game is a coin flip this is the perfect trap game it's it's not even really a trap game the vikings the vikings aren't really they're not really winning games they are the the other team is losing games i don't watch so, the vikings so i don't know particularly yeah Dude, I mean, granted, you know, they're, you know, but they're, you know, they're, uh, their wins against, you know, um, the, the Saints when Bradford was playing, he threw for, yeah, 146 yards. Good for him, you know, they lost to the Steelers in Pittsburgh. They beat Tampa Bay. Chase Keenum played freaking lights out, played, yeah. for, you and, know, and, 369 yards. And the Bucks so were, all we're, have we're a gonna, defense. The Bucks don't have any defense, you know. They they lost to Detroit fourteen to seven. They barely squeaked one out against Chicago in, in week five. They beat Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers, and they beat Baltimore uh, when Chase Keenum threw for one hundred eighty eight yards because Latavius Murray had a, you know over hundred yards rushing, you know. So that they they are not like winning games. They're, they're not five and two because they're elite. Fair enough. They're Two because five and two because they're winning games that teams are losing.
1: All right, can I change? You know? my, can I slightly change my prediction?
0: No, you can't. You picked it up. Uh, are you still going to take the Browns loss? Yes. Okay, go I'm ahead.
1: In. All right, so 20,
0: 24.
1: 24 17, it's going to be 2017. We're going to lose by three points again.
0: <laughs> but Kaiser's playing a full game, right? Yes, a whole game. All right, four quarters. So so my coin flip here for this game, because yes. I think it is a coin flip game. Yes. I will go heads, Vikings, tails, Browns. And here it is. Tails, baby. Browns win. All
1: right. What, what, what Browns are
0: you... win overseas. I am going to go with a score of 38 to 10, because I feel that the only way we're going to win this game is by an absolute blowout. If it goes down to a close game, and close games we have lost, what, three of them by three points. So I am not going to go with the narrative of we're going to win a close game. I'm going to go we're going to win of a good old-fashioned blowout. I'm going to – it's going to click. Kenny Britt is going to catch 10 passes and have over 100 yards. Isaiah Crowell is going to have over, you know, 20 touches – He's going to have 150 yards and three touchdowns. We are going to absolutely dominate this game. National people that are actually up Sunday morning. That we are a legit team. That we are, you know, a quarterback away, and we are on the right path. Don't quit on us now. Uh, well, Here we go.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I will say that this is the third time that BTB has picked us to win 38 to 10 this season.
0: Is it really the third time I picked thirty eight to ten? Yes, totally well, didn't do that on purpose. Pittsburgh,
1: Baltimore, and this game.
0: How's that going for us?
1: I am pretty sure we've scored ten points in those two games, at least. So
0: at least, I, hey, I got the ten right, right?
1: Well, we scored more than ten points, but at least ten points. So that 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 oh, right. moral victory right there. We can score ten points each game.
0: <laughs> I think we won. I, I, I didn't, didn't even. I, that, oh. Have we scored ten points That's in a game? Darth, I didn't. I, did, I, did, I didn't even notice that I picked two other games of thirty-eight to ten. I know, but I did. <laughs> I was like, I've heard this. I've heard these two numbers before. I'm pretty sure I did. Where have I heard these before? Oh yeah, week one and week two when BTB was drinking. Yeah. Hey BTB, what are you doing right now? Uh, drinking, just predicting the Browns. Yeah, yeah. But at least I did it on the coin flip. Right. I left it up to the coin, left it up to the football gods have blessed with a coin flip and a Browns win.
1: I, I will say something real quick. But it's, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's just what it's, it's just, it's – just, hold on. Let me say this. Th- this win – say we win 38-10. It is the exact thing that the Browns need right now. I agree. I agree. I completely agree. Heck, heck – even, dude, even a win is a thing that Hugh Jackson needs, Shotsu Brown needs, Kaiser needs if he plays all game. Uh-huh. The whole team needs this. The uh-huh. whole team needs this win right here. Yes. And go into the bye week, reassess everything, you know, and, and take everything in that, you know, hey, we just say it, say it is 30-10 and we blew the Vikings out. So we go into the bye week and we have plenty of time. Miles Garrett should be healthy coming back. Um and we look at everything and say, okay, well, we did this and we did that in the beginning of the season. This didn't work. That didn't work. I mean, it, it could be turning point to a couple more wins in the season after the bye week. Yes, yes. Or, or it could, or it could just be absolute garbage, and we are who we thought they, you know, are. Yeah, yeah, and, and it kind of is what it is. But I, I just, I just feel that like it's, it, it's a game that we can't get blown out of, for the team, for the organization, for everybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, a, it's a game that we can't get blown out of. We can't come out and make multiple mistakes. We can't come out and make coaching mistakes. We can't come out and have. Holding penalties galore, you know we can't come out and turn the ball over seventeen times, not really seventeen times, but two times, and get a quarterback yanked. We just can't have that. This game can't have it.
1: No, no. And um, um, uh, I'm. I'm gonna, uh, this is uh, a this is football related, but completely not Browns. Well, not directly Browns related. It can be worse. Um in the last 5 uh, uh, my my, my uh, high school football team we, we we are 0 and 5 in the last 5 games. Who do you root for in college, or in high school? Uh Greenville, Ohio, which is where I'm from. They're, they 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 make the ah. brown, They make the Browns looking bad make make them look good. They have lost the last 5 games. You know, how many points the, the 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 I almost called Browns. How much my my home team has scored in those last five games? twenty one points total in five games. You know how much many points that the the opposing team has scored combined? Two hundred and twenty eight. Two hundred twenty eight. That's and five in games did they, with, score? They, they in the and we've scored twenty one points total in the last five games with three shutouts.
0: Two and seven. Um, and the only team we beat was a really. That's, over- the old, that's the old could be worse type deal. Yes. So, I mean, granted, it's not, you know, a
1: major league team, but this team has been bad for years. Uh, I mean, it, it, is, it is right up there with 0 and seven Browns right now. I mean, mm-hmm. and since my existence, they've had two winning seasons which is pretty mm-hmm. close to the Browns. So it can be worse. It can be. It will be. Probably so one way or another. It will get worse in some ways. But I think we should finish this off with saying go
0: Browns. And go Browns. Question is, what time is it? Eastern Standard Time. It's 9-7 and Pittsburgh still sucks. Exactly. I think we're going to wrap it up with this.
1: Um, hopefully next week we talk to you. We'll be a little bit more optimistic about things. Based on what happens, we will, We shall see. We don't know. Who knows? Because any given day, something weird is bound to happen with this team. So with that... Uh, it's a lock.
0: See you after, see after, see guys after the victory.
1: Um, if we lose next week, uh, we will all tar and feather uh, BTB, and I will be the one who's holding him down. So... Yeah.
0: We will have our first glorious victory post-game slash pre-game slash bye week. Oh, yeah, even better. Because we we don't have to talk about another team. We can just talk about how great our team was for over an hour.
1: Yes, so uh, we'll we'll come back next week with you. We'll we'll talk about the game, and then we'll maybe do like a mid-season review. Uh, Probably not so much... Uh, of that review part because well uh it's uh,
0: either gonna be it's either gonna be victory or fire everybody oh
1: <laughs> Alright well you guys have a wonderful Just night and we will see you next be time
0: be by yourself. go around go around see it through and you'd call my name but what would you say if you knew my play then who are you? Oh, and you come down in Anchor Stair, air. and if they told you what, then why are you standing there air,
1: all of my life?
0: Or even what happens when you play so much Zelda that you hurt your hands and can't play games anymore. Above all, we just have a really good time talking about the games that we love. Check out the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher. You can also find us at Polygon Show on Twitter and send a tweet to say hi. Thanks for listening. Hello, I'm Neelai Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder